This is a test of the emergency Gobeski Wallace Report broadcasting system. Beep! Hello, welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And that's Adam Gobeski. <laughs> Apparently that's his sign-on now. <laughs> Playing around with tins. Um, so what you may not know is that for every half hour of podcast we have, we probably have at least an hour to a couple hours of unedited material that uh, hits the cutting room floor. But some of it isn't all that bad. And some of it is. <laughs> and some of it really is. <laughs> So we decided this week we're going to present to you uh, a couple of things that we recorded but you haven't heard before. For instance, one time we attempted to record ourselves writing Nintendo games. I remember that time. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And today we will be playing Nintendo games for your edification and not Charlie's. Yeah, that's pretty easily shown by the first game that we're going to have to play here. What or game is that? Hudson Hawk. Hudson the Hawk. Special licensed game of the movie. You could sound more excited about this. No, I couldn't. Why not? <laughs> well, the movie happens to be the most awful movie in existence. What? And How yes, is it worse than Cutthroat Island? Because I didn't have to watch all of Cutthroat Island. <laughs> Why did you have to watch all of Hudson Hawk? Actually, I don't think I did. So <laughs> it may not be fair. Fair assessment. Now, listener, we realize that you can't see what's happening on screen, so that's why I'm going to describe in real time what Charlie's doing. Ugh. So, we're going to start with level one. Hawk, your first task is to enter Rutherford's auction house. Avoiding the high security system, make your way to the seventh floor where you will find the safe. Open the safe and retrieve Leonardo da Vinci's priceless horse sculpture, the Sforza. Good luck. Dot, dot, dot. That kind of implies that... This is going to be difficult. Charlie, press start. This appears to be a side-scrawler. You have a huge head, and there is a pit bull attacking you that you have trying to throw baseballs at. He threw you down into the street, off the roof. And now you're in an alleyway. Oh, hey, you're back at the top of that roof. Hit him. Jumping on tabletops. Throwing a baseball, and it rolled on a tabletop and missed the dog. You knocked him out. And you fell down there again. Down into the alleyway. Back up the door. Back up top. Jumping on tabletops. Watch out for that pit bull. Now you're peeing. Oh, okay. There's an owl. You probably have to get rid of that owl. There he goes. You've it destroyed only took him with baseballs. There's another owl. I think that was only four, actually. Congratulations, you're on the roof of the Rutherford. You are pushing crates around. That is an elevator up to a place you could already get to. You've just been attacked by a wiener dog. <laughs> Knock the wiener dog out. What happens if you touch the wiener dog while he's unconscious like that? Um, question. I don't know if I want to find out. Especially since I can't throw a baseball. No! <laughs> no! And the winter dog is biting you! 
Alright, so uh, it's 10.03 on a Friday, and uh, we are starting our Gobeski Wallace Report on the road trip. Woo! Woo! My name is Adam Gobeski. I'm the resident oncologist here at the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Charlie Wallace, as usual. Oncologist being I study uncles. How many uncles have you studied? Well, at least two. <laughs> Your uncles? Well, I count myself as an uncle. Oh, that's true. So I studied myself extensively. That's true, and I'm an uncle. That's true. So I guess two and a half. <laughs> count as half an uncle? Why not? Or, or does my niece only count as half a niece? No, no, she counts as a full niece, but... I, I, I assume you're a bad uncle. That's right, I never visit. So, we are on our way to Michael Sussner's wedding. Are we allowed to call him Michael? Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Does he go by that? Well, he never went by that, right? <laughs> no, no, that was us. I wonder what the last time anyone called him that was. Probably whenever he called someone to get, like, an address. And they went, Mikey! <laughs> yeah, we are on our way to Ohio. Right. Is that how I say that? Yep. Okay. So Fly in the middle and round on both ends. That's what Bugs Bunny said. Get it? You're slightly bemused. <laughs> yes, I am slightly bemused, which is not what you think it means. <laughs> bemused being confused. <laughs> and communication. Another thing that we have today is Adam and I bought a couple of board games. All and right. we're going to see if we can just try to play through one with you over there. <laughs> For Midden Island, we can try. It's a cooperative. Yahtzee! <laughs> it's a cooperative board game. All right. So it might be somewhat difficult. We'll try to aim the camera somewhere where you can see what's going on. Cooperative. All right. Or gotcha. the well, I think the cooperative competitive one. game where we're going to have to hold up your cards for you to see. <laughs> uh, I'd like to discard the third one and then the fourth one. It's also not turn-based either. I think it's reaction-based. So. <laughs> oh, play the jack. Play the jack. <laughs> of the people playing the game who would be the best choice to defend you in court um okay Charlie. so of the people that we're playing with the person who would best be able to defend me in court right yeah would be adam um he's got a large vocabulary and that helps confuse juries um and he um has gone to school the longest too, and will have a, probably the highest degree out of all of us. So that would that would impress the jury. Is this a jury trial? It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't it's up say. To you. Well, a judge or a jury, I think both would be impressed. Finally, he's not. He, he is willing to lie for me and do whatever it takes. Okay, Alex, your your position. Well, I'm uh, I'm waiting for someone else to join in, so then I can pick someone though. <laughs> so then that person could then defend me. <laughs> you could pick you. Yeah, you could pick you. You could pick me. No, but but you can't pick yourself because then you're that crazy person that defends yourself, and that just doesn't work. <laughs> but but if you're but if you're the best choice of the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the judge has attempted to. Um, Give me as your public defender. So you decide. <laughs> so then I'd have to defend pick myself, Adam. Your Honor. To, to be fair, there's also a cat in the room. 
That's... Uh, there's a cat. All right. Um, can I ascertain the cat's knowledge of the legal system? Meow. That sounded like guilty, so we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> so, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Charlie here because you know I think think juries could be entertained by his wit with the the defense you know counsel whereas Ad, Adam's humor might be too crude for an average jury full of old people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you pooping about? <laughs> and I think Charlie also having a basketball for a head you know would keep you know the the sports loving people entertained as well. All right. All right. So then. I have to judge, and I decide that you were both terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the game works. Fine. Yeah. Alex, because he's less sycophantic. Yes! <laughs> Adam picked me. No, Adam picked me, even though I picked Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I would be the... Well, well no. <laughs> I would be the best person to defend you in court. But well, well, I'm not yet I'm not the winner of this round. <laughs> Well, it's because secretly I want Alex to go to jail. Ah, okay. Oh, there we go. Wow, I have some I have some old text here. So, did you give us anything for the wedding besides the pop? The note said another gift was coming, but we can't find a record of it. Dot, dot, dot. To which Charlie responds, Ah, that is because I forgot to order it. Just it should be arriving shortly. I realize you're doing thank you letters. My apologies. Can tell you what it is if you'd like. No, thanks. I'll just make up something for the card, I said. So Charlie said, quote, Thank you for what I assume must be an authentic aboriginal boomerang. Brianna and I plan on using it frequently to scare neighborhood children, end quote. I then did not respond to that text. And he, I believe Charlie <laughs> said at one point, he assumed that I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But then it turned out that I wrote that verbatim in the thank you note. <laughs> <laughs> what did Charlie actually end up getting, you guys? Uh, Carcassonne and Zombie Flux oh, yeah. and, and no, no, and the game called The Resistance that no one will play with me, so I have no idea if it works. Oh, really? <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah, the problem is you need at least five people, and trying to find five people that aren't lame at the same time can be difficult. <laughs> What's a Carcassonne? It's a fun board game. Oh, huh. I thought it was going to turn out to be some sort of housewares item. Maybe a gravy boat, but bigger. <laughs> it's a castle for your casseroles <laughs> it's uh it's now 10 29 a.m friday charlie and i have run out of things to say to each other that's you probably run out of things to say to me well that's not I've true i've got some choice words for you look i'm sorry i made you cry <laughs> all right i don't know what to tell you it only took you five minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I must be getting slow. <laughs> and communication. Yeah, Charlie. Cherry cola flavored Twizzlers. Very much middling. Yeah, it doesn't not, sound. Not excellent. Yeah. The artificially flavored should have clued me in that it was going to be a disappointment. <laughs> Do you think they just Instead dumped the, a bunch of cola into it? <laughs> the natural flavor of cola. <laughs> um, they also put food coloring into it. So it's a pull and peel. So like two thirds of it is Twizzler red, and the other third is Scab Brown. Yeah. Gross. Bruce Willis has a huge head. Have you noticed this? Oh, it's a puzzle game. I see. Well, presumably. Hudson Hawk is down. Hudson Hawk is down.
Oh, you're just back. How many lives do you have? Did that happen in the movie? He got attacked by a wiener dog and died. I don't know, I never saw the movie. <laughs> you know, this is not working out well. Jason all at least got this far. Charlie's managed to put one box on top of the pier and another on another. And there comes the wiener dog! Oh, the wiener dog takes a baseball to the brain. And now it's biting Charlie in the ass. He's in the building! Where the lasers are shooting him, along with a crab on a bicycle. And Hudson Hawk is down, electrocuted by the security camera that shoots laser bolts. Watch out for that crab, Hawk. <laughs> and you were shot in your heel. Killed again. Alright, don't land on those. Yeah. Oh, you set it off. Run as quick as you can. Into that door. Oh, you've been clubbed to death by a police officer who then died by the Three! Baseball. I rate that a three out of ten. Alright. That was Hudson Hawk, ladies and gentlemen. Should prospective parents be required to apply for a parenting license? Yes or no? Alex, you must argue no. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so... so. America is a great country. Part of being a great country is being able to uh, procreate with anyone you wish. Whether it be that cute girl next door or your second cousin, you should be able to, <laughs> you should be able to choose. Sometimes they're the same person. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't want to consider just the best case scenarios. Yes. Or, or that, that girl at the end of the bar with four teeth. <laughs> Who is also deal. your second cousin. He was also your second cousin <laughs> and lives next door. <laughs> I think you need to expand your social circles. <laughs> Adam. Yes. Should prospective parents be required to apply for a parenting license? The answer is yes. Why do you think so? Parents should clearly be uh, required to apply for a parenting license because otherwise you get terrible people in society who should never have been born. My primary evidence is Charlie Wallace. The defense rests, Your Honor. <laughs> that was certainly not sycophantic. <laughs> you should have made me the example in that case, so therefore Charlie would have picked your answer to be correct. Because <laughs> mm. Charlie, by picking you here, would have to be voting against his own existence. <laughs> A logical conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I simply disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Well, it'll be Adam's like, the winner. Well, it's just you and me, Alex, so it's not really a big deal. Okay, and I don't know why we're playing this game when it's just us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think there'd be less editing to do. Yeah, because we're just wrapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awkward pause is just gone. Yeah. yeah. On to the next one. All right. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> so, uh... What? I'm not going to tell you the text. <laughs> you told me a vague indication of what's going on in the text, but not the full text. You're driving. so I wasn't going to text back. You just want to know what the text was about? Yes. Oh. Well, it was I about... might ask you to text her back, depending. if it's an, I doubt it's an emergency, but... Something about a vendor. Okay. Anyway, it's, uh, it's 1 p.m. Uh, Friday, still. We're traveling through Chicago. 
Mm-hmm. Sears Tower, currently shrouded by cloud. What's the name of the Sears Tower now? It's not the Sears Tower anymore? No, because they sold it a long time ago. Um, like, years ago. Okay. The Taco Bell Doritos Locos t Tacos Tower? Shut up. <laughs> and uh, we're, in, uh, we're in Chicago traffic. We've been listening to mix CDs and talking about video games and quiz bowl. Yeah, some some deep conversations. Some deep conversations. Yeah, so Adam actually brought a couple of DVDs over to my place of our old Quizbusters appearances. Oh yeah, I did do that. We should we should put those online on the website. I don't know if we can do that legally. Oh, you might it's be right. It might issues. actually be rights issues to that. Just because it was on public television doesn't mean yeah, <laughs> you can rebroadcast it. It will, but, yeah. but we could do a, a super mix. We of could the best the best reaction shots. We could do that. <laughs> best reaction shots and joke answers. <laughs> You'll probably get ten minutes out of that at least. Yeah. Transmission ending. We're all allowed to know what each other has, right? Yeah, now. it's a cooperative game. Yes. We're we're playing the game against the game. Okay. Right. So we'll talk. We'll tell other people what to do on their turns, and I'll discuss it. And I mean, ultimately, it's up to the person whose turn it is to decide what they do. But right. we should all probably decide together rather than fighting against each other. <laughs> I purposely want to make everyone lose. No. Yeah, oh, I'm going to sit in the corner here. Again. I'm going to stand on this tile that's sinking and die. <laughs> what? <laughs> Screw you guys! <laughs> you have you have to play this game where one of the people's the mole. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there are a lot of boobs on TV right now. Oh, what channel? <laughs> ABC. Hey, Peter! Channel 9! <laughs> yeah, 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 Channel 9. <laughs> <laughs> the boobs are, are in clothing, though. Well, Adam didn't tell you that. Not the one shot. Oh. <laughs> that, blue, that blue shirt right there, where they're basically yearning to break free. <laughs> to slip the surly bonds of Earth. <laughs> Hold on. I have to send Charlie messages through Facebook. <laughs> Adam sent me a message that says, you are on Facebook. <laughs> this is this is turning into one of our best episodes. Oh. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. <laughs> then Adam sent me a Facebook message that says, why you no respond? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's typing a response. <laughs> Toe, it says. That's, that's an autocorrective yo. <laughs> What's next? Um, werewolf. All right. The last warrior. I hope that someday someone makes Bruce Willis play that game. Pretty sure Bruce Willis doesn't have to play that game because he's Bruce Willis. I wish I was Bruce Willis. Make big games about me, I'd never have to play. Oh, so it seems kind of like a fighting game, at least so far, where you're fighting against one enemy who has a health bar and you have a health bar. And Adam just, just going up and punching him in the in the crotch, really. Well, I have to kneel to do that. And I'm pretty sure your regular punch hits him pretty much right in the crotch, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the level of your punch doesn't really change, just where your head is. The button mashing prevails. Oh, that was the sign of the werewolf, a big W. Nick Bronson idea. A floating ball that's like Wikipedia called Factorb. It's smart, but has no idea about practical ideas. 
Factorb does not know where he's going. Factorb needs directions. So wait, so how, how does that work in context? Like Nick Bronson asks it a question that just asks him a question back? I wrote this on a Saturday at 11 at night. I wasn't drinking, but I could have been. <laughs> so you're saying that you could have been. So your choices were come up with terrible ideas or drink. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's the point we're going to have to stop and decide where we're going to eat. Uh, oh, yeah. It's currently 153 yeah. on a Friday. And as is tradition, whenever we visit each other, we have to eat Chinese buffet. For some reason. It's just always been and always will be. Yeah. It's one of those things. But we have to decide a city to stop at. And I mentioned I heard good things about Gary, Indiana. Which is not true. That's not true. Oh, you're just straight up lying. Yeah. Well, we're on 94. But I've smelled bad things about Gary, Indiana. (laughs) Well, we're at 94. We're not going to get... We're not going through Gary. Right, but it's close enough. Like, you can see an exit that says Gary. And as you're driving past an exit, you can smell not good things. Um, okay. But my point about that was, um, I think there's actually one place that's... I've experienced that as you drive past it, past it smells worse. Chicago? Maybe. <laughs> Depending. But uh, no, it's a place called Kakana in Wisconsin. Then we always drive by it going up the car as parents' place. And it just smells like burning trash. Well, maybe they are the city that is powered by garbage. It like, could be, like, like in Power Grid. Like in Power Grid that we played. <laughs> The other great thing about that city is that they've got a water tower as you go by, and there's a little mascot on it of their high school team, and apparently their mascot is the Galloping Ghost, so it's a little picture of, like, a ghost. It looks kind of like a deformed white dinosaur, and it's, like, turning around and running really fast, so it's got this little dust trail behind it. And it just looks like like a farting ghost. <laughs> Hence the smell. That's, I know, exactly. It's, it's ill-conceived design for a mascot. It's just hilarious every time we see it. I'm positive we have no listeners that live in Kakana. So, I think it's okay. Even if we did, they would probably... They'd be like, oh, it's fair cop. So who do you suppose the audience members are? Are they like family members? They are people who are on the street who... People on the street! <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Excluding the personal computer and internet, what was the best invention of the last 50 years? The best invention of the last 50 years, I'm going to cheat slightly, is actually a device that incorporates both of those things. And that is the self-aware robot sex doll. Suddenly, lonely men everywhere have someone that they can talk to. And I'm assuming that these all have Watson built in. And so they can get all their answers to anything they want. Whether it's, does this dress make me look fat in drag? Or does it hurt when I do this? Can you find one of those on eBay for me? Uh, Probably. The most important invention of the last half century is the electric car. Because... Although it's All not right. widely adopted yet, it is. Right, Adam wins. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't have to be a serious answer. That doesn't All mean right. it had to be a bad answer. <laughs> yeah, one point for Adam. All right, next, next. 
Notice how the ninjas are shooting or yelling O. Are you sure it's O or OK? I think it's O. <laughs> o! <laughs> Wait, that one's O. KO? The ninjas are apparently yelling something. Okay, I think it's okay. No, that one's ho. No, notice. Oh, I get notice it. The, the, the design is backwards. <laughs> when they approach from the left, it's exclamation H O. <laughs> so, what they did is they just reversed the spray. Alright, it is uh, 1. No, it's 201. We just passed a sign for a, a place called Romantics with an X. Uh, it was a billboard that advertised. Adult DVDs, uh, books, toys, and lube, specifically. Okay. So, if you never need lube, <laughs> Romantics has it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't the hardware store have that? <laughs> have you tried the hardware store lube? No, but I think you get it in bulk. It'd probably be more cost-effective. This is over. <laughs> yeah, apparently Chobani said something insensitive about scientists. And they're giving out free yogurt if you complain about their advertising campaign. <laughs> what? Does Justin Bieber give out free songs when people complain about his racism? Would you want his free racist songs? Well, I also wouldn't want his free racist songs. By the way, we have to increase the, uh, the uh, speed of producing these. Why is, uh, so yeah, we you get guys to episode 50 before the end of the year? No, be, well, that too, but uh, because I've started uh, working out to them and I'm running out of material. <laughs> you should have chosen something else. I put these on while I do uh, chores, like, so, you know, like just cleaning up around the apartment, particularly doing dishes. Mm -hmm. And I do it because um, it seems to be less disturbing for my upstairs neighbor. I guess for whatever reason, uh, playing music just is annoying for him. But he hasn't complained about the podcasts yet. So I've listened to each of them like four times. That's like four not times. true. What? Because we put one out yesterday. You're telling me you listened to that one four times? Possible. You put one out yesterday? Yeah. I did not notice that. Don't you check our website religiously and or Facebook? You know, I kind of stopped doing it so frequently on account of you guys are horrible people who don't update for months. It's an RSS feed, so it automatically updates. I don't even know what the F that is. So you can subscribe to the podcast, and then it would automatically let you know when a new episode exists. Did I don't it, understand. What... Not only did an update happen, but you got a bio. I got a bio? What? Is what you missed? <laughs> you just lazily chose the, uh, the Facebook one, huh? Well, it was it was clearly a photo you liked. The problem with working out to the podcasts is that my workouts started out really easy, and now they've been <laughs> longer and longer. <laughs> to Charlie, did you ever put those hat and mask photos on Facebook? Charlie responds, oh, no, I'll do Taft. Uh, that. I think I liked Taft better. <laughs> so it's about 2.30 p.m., we were looking for Chinese buffet, couldn't find it. Well, we could, but they're far away. Yeah, so we're going to stick with Bob Evans for right now. Down on the farm. We'll keep you updated. Should over-the-top touchdown celebrations be restricted? 
Well, well, I mean, no, it just completely takes away from the fun of the game and the thrill of scoring, you know. Like, uh, Joe Horn, who hit his uh, cell phone underneath the uh, goalposts and then called his kids after he scored. Why are, why are we disallowing such things? Or we just need, like, Randy Moss, who, you know, mooned the Green Bay crowd after he scored a touchdown in the end zone in the playoffs. So we just need more outlandish things to happen in the end zone. Perhaps, you know, one, one player scores another player and his team performs fellatio on him. That would be, like, a perfectly reasonable, you know, touchdown celebration. Yeah, I think over-the-top uh, touchdown celebration should be restricted. So Alex was just pointing out all of the positive aspects of those celebrations, but what happens if another player gets injured because of them? For instance, if you go to pick up a cell phone and it actually flies out of your hand and hits somebody in the face, or you were mooning an audience and an old lady sees it and has a heart attack and dies, or I guess I can't see a downside for the fellatio one, but if you start flailing your arms around, you might hit somebody in the face. And that's that's not what football is about. Dude, do you flail your arms around? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. When I get really excited, like when I score a touchdown, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm like, this might never happen again, guys. Gotta make it good. The touchdown, the touchdown or the fellatio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yet another podcast uh, my mom won't be able to listen to. <laughs> it's a fun game. I mean, it's really simplistic, so it's... Yeah. Which is a, uh, a draw, I would say. Well, not every game has to be as incomprehensible as Metal Gear. <laughs> How can that possibly be a good game? I don't understand. Next up, Knight Rider. At least in Hudson Hawk, I could get past the first dog. <laughs> It's uh, 3.10. Bob Evans update. It was delicious. Who knew? Well, I think many people knew. <laughs> Some of these, I don't know why I saved. <laughs> Did we ever do the Wikipedia ALF texts back and forth from different rooms? <laughs> Doubtful. Do you still have those? Uh, I do. We should We should do those. So I said, I don't know why, but reading the Wikipedia entry for ALF is pretty amusing. Also, there's a character in one episode named Aaron King. Oh, I guess the other context we should say is that uh, Adam was actually at my house at the time. Is that right? Yes, I was in the guest room. And I was in uh, my room, and we were texting back and forth. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll start over. Okay. I don't know why, but reading the Wikipedia entry for ALF is pretty amusing. Also, there's a character on one episode named Aaron King. Then Adam says, eh, there's a whole show called Jason King. Also, the way Alf ended is hilariously tragic. And then I wrote, episode 81. In an effort to curb Alf's cotton addiction, Willie holds a support group meeting in his living room. All right. <laughs> then, then I said, I think I know what we're doing this weekend. Snorting cotton? And watching every episode of Alf. 99 episodes plus 26 animated episodes equals Kara will be glad she's not around. At 22 minutes an episode, that'd be around 46 hours. Not sure we can manage that in one weekend, unless we didn't sleep. My favorite part, quote, and I'm quoting the Wikipedia article here. In a commercial for the NFL that ran during Super Bowl 
Math is hard. 45. <laughs> it was confirmed. <laughs> it was confirmed that Alf is a Carolina Panthers fan. <laughs> Maybe I can take Monday off. Oh, I see what I'm doing. I wrote no sleep till Alf Brooklyn. <laughs> that makes no sense. Just <laughs> why I like it so much. And I think the next one is, well, February 28th. So I guess it'll only be one day later. So this is something that Adam texted while I was at work. Do you own a fire extinguisher? Never mind. Problem took care of itself. All right. So context is I'm asking Charlie to send me some stuff for podcasting. Can he put it online, please? I can do that. Have guests over so I can do that tomorrow. It's been less than a week and I've already been replaced. Kara's friends. You're my only friend. Don't worry. I was going to say, I feel like Alf in that one episode with the cat. <laughs> a lot of Alf texts in that uh, couple of week period. <laughs> Did we end up uh, making up Alf episode uh, synopses and putting them on the, the Twitter feed or not? That seems like something I we think, would do. I think we just made Alf comments. <laughs> I seem to remember a hashtag watching Alf ironically. <laughs> what are we playing? Pass the popcorn. It's a movie game. All right. This is a 1999 sci-fi. Oh, Adam. Right. Yeah. Did you uh, change which card was in the front? <laughs> was it the same Alex, card? Because I know you the don't want to win. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a 2000 drama. All right, it's about 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock local time, Eastern. And I think we are approaching the Ohio border. So we're going to do a countdown. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7. Yeah. All right, seven maybe now. <laughs> um, How close are we? <laughs> I don't know. I saw the sign that says Ohio. Six. Five. Four. Oh, we're going to have to pay a toll first. <laughs> this may have to be continued. No, no, we're we're doing live. Oh, we did we do four? Yeah, so we're on uh, what comes after four? Um, scholars still debate. What? Scholars still debate that <laughs> the number that comes after four. Three point nine nine. <laughs> 3.98. Oh, yeah. 3.97. Oh. Oh, we're getting pulled over. Pick it up. I mean, oh. I got to key it in manually. Yeah. So pick it up. It oh, no problem. Yeah, that happened a couple tolls back. Like, we're catching about half of them. Are you getting this, listeners? This is good stuff. Oh, so keep it upside down? Alright. Great, thanks. 
Uh, <laughs> we might already be in Ohio. In yeah. fact, it says well, Ohio Turnpike. Yeah, Ohio Turnpike. So maybe it just maybe they're not. Uh, oh, and the mile number changed. Ohio. Hey. Three, two, one. Contact. <laughs> so, what is the number one cause of arguments in a relationship? This time, we're going to start with Adam. Thank you, Charlie. The number one cause of arguments in a relationship, I think, is very clearly um, all the times when the other person is wrong and they just won't admit it. And you just tell them that, no, it wasn't me that left the toilet seat up. It was clearly you. And then she says, why would I ever leave the toilet seat up? And I say, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're crazy. Inevitably, an argument develops when really it should have just been an acknowledgement of your rightness. Anyway, as you said that your mom can't listen to this podcast now, neither can my wife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the way to go. Because <laughs> he, he literally just said that she leaves the toilet seat up. <laughs> I, so assume, now we, I assume we, she wants to fall in. At, we've now alienated two-thirds of the audience. <laughs> Start. Ooh, there's a password. Ooh, Devin is telling you, hello, Michael and Kit. Hi, Devin. Good afternoon. Well, then you gotta be... Michael, I need you and Kit to help me. Immediately. <laughs> Devin, I've still got three days of vacation left. <laughs> Michael, please, listen to me. A terrorist group has attacked a U.S. Army Weapons Center and... Con confiscated numerous weapons, ammunition, and the PIV bomb. The PIV bomb? Yes, and they're currently heading to San Francisco in a semi-truck. Okay, we'll get right after them. Oh, what's wrong with it? Weird orangey. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. Anyway, it's 6.49 Eastern Time. I think we finally found a Chinese buffet, which hopefully will suffice. Well, as long as it uh, is buffet-rific. <laughs> what makes something buffet-rific? That well, it's a buffet? Well, if I'm buffeted by flavor. <laughs> Is it the same origin of the word? <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to update you afterwards. Which will be in like a minute, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but for us, it'll be two hours. Wah, wah. So the vast majority of this podcast is going to go into the tags one, right? Because there's not enough to sustain a full episode. Oh, yeah. So I have a text to you. That is describing dialogue for a Nick Bronson, possibly for Murphy. So let me do it in a Murphy voice. That's not my bucket list. My bucket list is places like Egypt, England, and inside a woman. <laughs> uh, that's a little, uh, yeah, that's going into a little bit of uh, territory we don't normally go into <laughs> for the Nick Bronson. Uh. And then another one.
later I wrote was, please, my father's Mr. Bronson. I'm Mr. Bronson Jr. (laughs) I think that's why I like Nick Bronson. You just need to make a loose framework and then just throw in a bunch of jokes you've thought of over the last year. (laughs) It's now 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And we had Chinese Buffet. Happy Rose. Happy Rose Chinese Buffet in Toledo. Toledo! That may have described me before I ate all of that food. <laughs> Not so happy anymore. The quality was okay. Yeah, it just no. I think it was a good buffet. I just wish I had more self-control at buffets. <laughs> which I realize defeats the purpose of a buffet, but I'm going to be burping a lot. But at least it'll only be a few hours that we feel bad. And then we'll have the memories. And this podcast. Oh, yeah. Immortalization. Uh. Hey, you want to get some ice cream at Baskin Robbins? Yes. What is the best chick flick of all time? Charlie. Okay, the best chick flick of all time is Love Actually. There's several reasons for this. Firstly, every woman I've ever met who has mentioned anything about that movie has talked about how much they love it. Secondly, it's a good Christmas movie and it has lots and lots of celebrities. The most important reason is if you pretend to like this movie, then women will think you're interesting. You'll have something to talk to them about. Every woman has seen this movie and they all love it. Hold on, I'm going to go update my Facebook page to say that I like (laughs) 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 as an experiment. (laughs) <laughs> all right <clears throat> i think that the best chick-fil-a of all time is the one that's uh it's kind of in arizona it's pretty delicious you can get the standards with like the pickles and stuff you got they got like the waffle fries you also got some fancier stuff they do they do a nice job there so i don't understand what love actually has to do with chick-fil-a but i think you misunderstood the question this round's winner is clearly Adam. That Chick-fil-A is way better than Love Actually. No, no. <laughs> Charlie, the answer was The Notebook. The Notebook. Oh. We were looking for The Notebook. Oh. Yeah. Um, so what do you suppose the mystery... I wouldn't go down there. What do you suppose the mystery is? What is the mystery quest? Yeah, what's mystery Why am I playing this? Because you have to. Because this is what your parents bought you for Christmas that year. (laughs) He likes mysteries and quests. It is currently 4.45 Eastern on Saturday, September 12th? 13th? 13th. 13th. Uh, So therefore 2014. We We are driving to the wedding venue... Except not really. We're driving to, like, the bus. It's presumably out in the, the middle of the woods somewhere, according to Google. Well, well, that's cool. Hope I don't get murdered on the way. Uh, so... We went out earlier and, uh, briefly debated going to an air show instead of the wedding. Because <laughs> they advertised a potential to win a blimp ride. How great would it be to, like, do a live episode from inside a blimp? 
Well, I think that's better than doing a live episode from a wedding. Well, when you say from inside a blimp, do you mean like the little thing underneath or in the actual balloon? Either. Okay. Let's say, I don't think they let you in the balloon. <laughs> but I paid for a ride in a blimp. No, you didn't. I you mean, won it for free. <laughs> Someone else paid for you to ride in a blimp. No, isn't it a, an auction? Oh, was it? Yeah, it was an auction. Oh, I thought it was a contest. I paid $5 for this. That's a good value. Well, I'm assuming that's how much it would cost. Anyway, we've just entered Cuyahoga Falls. I think that's how you say that. Cuya... Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. That's a U. That's Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. How can it be Cuyahoga? I don't make up the words. I just say them. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, uh... How do we not both come up with the same pronunciation? I don't understand. Well, I have training. Training in BS? Training in language. A BS in language? Uh, it's a BA. Oh, okay. Actually, it's an MA. Okay. Um, but what are you expecting out of this wedding today? I am expecting Charlie to go catch a garter. All right. <laughs> uh, no, it should be a. It should be filled with food, folks, and fun. Yeah. So I'm expecting that she'll say yes, but after a short pause. I'm expecting that Mike, Mikey, we haven't decided what he likes to be called anymore. So I'm accept. I'm expecting that Fred will try to shove the rain all the way on the finger, which is apparently a no-no. <laughs> as I learned at my wedding. That will be the faux pas. <laughs> Do you expect tears? Um, maybe. From which, um, which side? I'd say a lot of tears from Mike. Joy or sorrow? Um, a mixture. A mixture. Left eye, joy, right eye, sorrow. Will that be sorrow because it's not in his heart of hearts, he knows it's not Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> but then again, who could be? Margaret Thatcher. Right, she rests in peace. Yes. <laughs> he was born a generation too late. I think that's true in general for Mikey. <laughs> Actually, I wonder if he'll even remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally confused. Yep. So, yeah, we're on our way. We'll keep you updated on yeah. all the goings on. Yeah. The surprises. Keep you updated in like five seconds because you're just listening to this continuously. Oh, yeah. And communication. Let me turn this thing off. Let's fit that button. Monday, July 22nd. Remember the thing about anchor babies a while back? Well, what about anchor babies from space? Was that another late night text? It might have been. Oh, that one was at three in the afternoon. I don't know uh, what was going on hmm. there. What's Owen Meany's favorite Ernest Hemingway novel? A Farewell to Arms. Yes. <laughs> At which point you request I repost that, and I did. By the way, I actually tried that one on my coworkers. They all just gave me blank stares. No one had read A Prayer for Owen Meany. I think it's maybe just Grandlands High School that was forced to read that. I think so. <laughs> Mrs. Miss Harris. All right, who's going to next pick a game? Um, of all the games over there. Bases loaded three. Does all he right. have to play through more games that I've played? Or... You can make him do that. That's an option you have. But we've got to get to the game of the hour at some point, but I'll make you play one more game before that. <laughs> What's the game of the hour today? Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners couldn't see Alex's eyes roll. <laughs> wow. so what Remind me why I do this. 
don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, remember that time it was the future? Do I? No. <laughs> I actually had to pretend I was in the future yesterday, but that's a long story. So. <laughs> We've got an entire podcast. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, this is like pre-podcast material. Okay. Apparently, uh, my mom was in town finding something that both of us want to do. We go, uh, we go to uh, Fort Delaware, which was, you know, in an island in the Delaware River that used to defend from the Confederates in the Civil War, even though they never came up the river. Anyway, so they've got all these people there that are in characters, though they're from 1864. <laughs> so I was going around pretending I was a time traveler from the future. <laughs> which you were. Yes, which I was. And I'm like, should I tell them that we land on the moon in 105 years? <laughs> <laughs> Ask them what the nuclear power plant off in the background is. <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to stay a character the whole time. It was funny. So it's 634. 634. Uh, right after the wedding ceremony. Which was very nice. Yep. It happened. It did happen. Mm-hmm. No one backed out, so. No, no. And uh, were there tears? No, I don't think so. I think they were very, both very composed. Very composed. Yes. No, so... And again, we were sitting in front, so they were the only two people we could see, really. <laughs> that's, I suppose that's true. Uh, a good time was had by all, mm-hmm. and will continue to be had by all. Oh, yes. Nothing really sarcastic to say at the moment. Well, there are people around. Okay. <laughs> Pasta or composer? <laughs> Agnolodi. Composer? That sounds like a pasta. That's pasta. Is, I'm sure you didn't pronounce it wrong. They are they are semicircular pockets. Yeah. Albinoni. Composer. Composer. Composer of Tommaso or some or maybe that's his first name. That's actually probably his first name. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrosini. That composer. sounds like a composer. That's a pasta. It's a composer. Damn it. Anelli. How many how many of these are there? Uh, about fifty. <laughs> Alright, because you're still in the A's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what happened in this episode of the podcast? We guess whether things are composers or pasta, <laughs> and it took an hour and a half. <laughs> Let's just do the A's. Part seven of our long-running Mister That series. <laughs> Part seven, pen A. <laughs> By that point, we're just so turned around we don't even know. Charlie just shouts, <laughs> composer. Of the people playing this game, who is the most like is mother or father? Of the people here, I would say that I am most like my own mother. And the reason for that is... The beard? <laughs> and there goes the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's already won it. <laughs> it's uh, 7.47. We're at the reception. Waiting for food. Waiting. Waiting. For food. Well, to be fair, they actually gave us appetizers. We can eat as much as we want. I suppose that's true. But we're waiting. For food. I'm glad you said it so dramatically. <laughs> Do you want to go around and interview people? Sure, we can. And don't make it sound miserable either. <laughs> We're having fun so far, right? Oh, yeah, no. Oh. I'm just hungry. All right. 
current me is hungry. As for future you, who knows? Adam says, I'm at work pooping right now. I thought you should know. <laughs> and I said, I don't know whether to be flattered or offended that you thought of me. I guess I'll be both. <laughs> Which point you said, now where's the podcast? <laughs> How many different games do you own right now? Uh, 505, something like that. Wow. How many did they make? 740. Oh, wow. So your misery could come to an end conceivably. I know. This is like, we're, 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 we've actually taken a big chunk out of things. <laughs> There's a few there, of those. There are also games down there, Charlie. There's a few of those you're probably never going to be able to get, right? Like, yeah. Like, what the hell is this? You, like, the uh, European, like, like sports, like, game that... There's only like 10 known copies of. Yeah. Did you play NASCAR? Yes, you did. did. Yeah, you're the, the reason I had to play the, NASCAR. NASCAR! <laughs> Those over there are already have been. So, so, uh, the, so the ones on the shelf have not been played? The ones. 2010 comedy. Story. A mullet wearing misfit is hired to recover a nuclear warhead. McGruber. Correct. <laughs> no, you said comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Before you go, would you like to say a few words to the happy couple on the Gobeski Walls Report podcast? I would love to. Have so much fun. That's really all I got now because I can't think of anything else. All right. Those are words of wisdom from Cracker Ogden. <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard that one. <laughs> what word or phrase best completes the sentence? The older I get, the more I need blank. The, the older I get, the more I need touchdown celebrations that end in fellatio. There's never been a better time than now. Um, the older I get, the more I need blank. As in, something to blank out the last five minutes of this conversation. Here's another chance for Adam to offend Brienne. If women were the leaders of all nations, would the world be a better place? Yes or no? Right. Would the world be a better place? Oh, of course it would be. If if women led every country in the world, well then there would they would join forces and hold hands and uh, flowers in the hair, rainbows in the sky, and we would all magically unite as one great planet. I'm afraid I have to respectfully disagree with my esteemed friend Alex Clark, because here's the thing: if women were in charge then everything would be great and people would just spend their time with rainbows and stuff and holding hands. But the problem is, is that women tend to have poorer circulation than men, which means that their hands are always going to be very cold when you hold them. And they're always going to be kind of clammy. And then men tend to be much warmer with their hands and they're very sweaty. So now you've got cold and sweaty just permanently combined because we've held hands for so long that we've just merged into a single gestalt entity called the human race that just has constantly cold and sweaty hands do we want this no therefore women should not be in charge i don't like cold and sweaty hands either so i'm afraid adam wins on this one it's currently 8:54 local time doctor who was on in six minutes but i'm here at a wedding instead that's dedication that's how much i love you guys Mike and Lisa, that's how much I love you. Not how much I love the listeners. <laughs> we have straight up contempt for our listeners. 
obviously. But well, I assume they have straight up contempt for us. <laughs> it's a hate hate relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, congrats to the happy couple. It was fantastic to be able to come out and wish you a happy wedding. The food was good. It was good, but we're not done yet. Oh, eating? Well, there's cupcakes. Oh, but yeah, okay. No, I mean, we're not done recording. Don't act like this is a wrap-up. Oh, no, no. It's a wrap-up to the ceremony, but it's a warm-up to the reception. Feel like dancing? Do you even need to ask that question? Yes. Oh, yes. I love dancing. Let's do it. You love dancing? Since when? Um, 2008. What happened to 2008? And you thought we wouldn't have to do any editing. <laughs> we can't. There's too much background noise. <laughs> Well, we'll check in with you later when we think of something to say. Or I think of a response to your question. Fair enough. Here's a picture that I sent you on September 4th of Little Debbie's on sale at Fry's. Was $1.79, now $1.77. <laughs> to which I texted you with the, the uh, caption, What a savings! <laughs> And you wrote, you'd be a fool to pass that up. Dog oh, attack! Dog. <laughs> it's the junkie dog! <laughs> He's hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Nice. Alright. He had to shoot the helicopter once. You have to shoot the street tough five times. <laughs> Got it. Notebooks? Is, is it a clown? Kinky, Kinky Pinky! The Innocent. <laughs> Topless Hotel? Yeah. Well, it may have been worth it just to commit to this level. Can't you just uh, apprehend the uh, clown? I don't think so. You're gonna die, clown! Nope, he's stabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the video's playing, man. Can you kill those guys? You just get <laughs> I was stabbed by four clowns. <laughs> so how are you two doing? We are live with the groom here on the Goveski Wallace Report on tour. Would you like to say a few words to the listeners, Michael Sussner? As being one of the dozen listeners of this program, <laughs> I say hello to myself. <laughs> He's boldly going where we should have probably already gone. So how does it feel to be married, Mike? Uh, feels pretty good. So far, so good. Yeah. The first couple hours have been all right? Not bad. No complaints. No complaints. That's good. That's good. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 hours? Sleeping. Good question. Good answer. <laughs> Charlie, did you want to ask any questions? The cupcakes are really good. <laughs> that's that's not a question, but wow, you got special cake. I don't, you can't see this, listeners, but they have special cake. The bride and groom, apple cake. So they're so. doing a live podcast. Not a live, they're doing a podcast. Oh, you get to be on it. If you want. So here here is the bride, Lisa Susner. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. How's your special cake? How's it feel to be married? It feels great. 
and the special cake is quite delicious. My cousin made it. Yep. That sounds that sounds amazing. So, congratulations to you both. And we'll see you on the 50th edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. It's episode number 50. Will this fruit sink or float? Apples. This segment called Sinkers or Floaters. <laughs> <laughs> Do apples sink or float? Uh, sink. They're pretty dense. They float. Apple bobs. Yeah, you bob for apples. They float. Charlie just goes for the bottom when he bobs. <laughs> <laughs> just stands his head in. He's going to just keep getting ice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst game. <laughs> Clearly, the, the first place where Congress should cut spending is Congress itself. Although, you make a fair point about the national parks. I, I'm disappointed either of you came up with the correct answer. The correct answer is NPR. But... <laughs> well, no, because we're hoping to get picked up by NPR. Oh, never cut NPR's funding. <laughs> That's where podcasts go, Alex. Didn't you know that? Oh. NPR or nowhere. <laughs> Adam eliminated two-thirds of the audience. I just eliminated two-thirds of the future marketing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. There's a few other people who would like to say a few words to the bride and groom. Go ahead and introduce yourself and say whatever you want. Hey, Mikey, this is Kyle. Just wanted to wish you the best of luck with Lisa. Uh, we'll see you next year at Labor Day. Enjoy. Hey, Mikey, this is Ben. And Stephanie. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm very disappointed we didn't do the pyramid here since we missed it at Labor Day. Yeah. Was that promised? But I'm sure you're going to have a great time with Lisa, and congratulations. Congratulations, Mikey. Um, good luck and best wishes. Hey, Mikey. It's Holly. And what? James. And, and James. And Oliver. <laughs> That's Oliver. He's a little tired. He just fell asleep on your floor. So we're going to take him back now. But we had a really good time. And we danced. And we ate cake, which was really good. And I love cake. Um, James says, everything is awesome. Especially your wedding cake toppers, which are Legos. And uh, we wish you the best of everything. And uh, thanks for having us. And that's all. Truer words never spoken. No, oh, we're going. I guess we're done now. Uh, Monday, May 13th, you send me a picture of a pair of women's panties that says a prayer for Owen Meany on it. Speaking of, <laughs> I'll have to post that one. <laughs> I think I put that one on Facebook. So. Maybe you did. <laughs> so if you need to, I don't know if I put it on the report, but if you need to grab it, it's on Facebook somewhere. Oh, Brianne is upset at you. I don't know if you heard that. Oh. We heard a little bit. <laughs> Something she, about not responding? Yes, she is upset that you never replied to her photo text yesterday. That was a photo text of... Was it actually just the bottom half of your face, or was that just the preview not showing the entire... No, so I was wearing a Hulk mask and then a Captain America mask over. Okay, the preview just didn't show the entire picture. I will have to actually take a look at it. So was basically... Gonna... You were going to go for Halloween as the Avengers, all of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could get Thor's hammer and like one of those like repulsor beam gloves for Iron Man. <laughs> and then, or I guess I'd stuff my bra for Black Widow. 
You know, that's not actually the worst idea ever. <laughs> Doug approves of this idea, Abraham. Ah, uh, Electro, what are you doing? It's like you don't have access to the code. That hole's only for mommy and daddy. Okay. <laughs> it's an upside down question mark. My favorite part about this is Charlie narrating for the benefit of the I have to. Yes. <laughs> so I won't have any context. And when I edit this like a month from now, I won't remember. <laughs> so it's currently 11.45 on Saturday after the wedding reception. Just got back like uh, 20 minutes ago. I'd say overall success. Yeah, no, it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Good food. I may have had three cupcakes. I had four cupcakes. I think I beat you. Did you actually have four cupcakes? I took one as we were leaving, yes. Oh, wow, okay. Memorable moments included uh, we got up and went and chatted to people and ventured to the dance floor, and when we got back, our table was gone. <laughs> yep. Poor table 17. As in, literally, there just there was an empty space. They, they had taken <laughs> the table away. Yep, everyone abandoned us. And uh, Charlie made a new friend? Yeah. What was yeah. his name? Christopher? Is that what it was? I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Charlie and I decided to slow dance with each other because there was no one else there. And then... Uh, someone cut in. Someone cut in, and then Charlie was left on his own, and some other guy just got really close to him. <laughs> well, I can't blame him. <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time, and... Uh, Tomorrow we make the trip back, so stay tuned. Yeah, I'm sure you'll hear a lot of <laughs> updates from us on the way. <laughs> Woo! They get fewer and far between when we are uh, entertained, but when we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> Spring break! All right, see you tomorrow. Is it ever appropriate for a man to answer yes when a woman asks, do I look bad in this outfit? So if a woman comes up to you and asks, do I look fat in this outfit? Bad. Oh, so if a woman comes up and asks, do I look bad in this outfit? And there goes the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So your default for women is just fat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Can Charlie beat Electro? Oh, this isn't Electro. How you doing back there, Jason? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was going to say... Uh, he just realized his voice was being it recorded. It just called me a champion. No, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just said, you are a champion. Yeah. Way to go, champ. He's just trying to boost your self-esteem. Okay, before Crush is here. Electro! Or is this Charlie again? Elect- <laughs> <laughs> Man, Charlie doesn't know anything about shapes. <laughs> it's 10 5 a.m. We're standing outside of McDonald's. Kids and breakfast. It's a Sunday. Sunday. After the wedding. We're outside even though this is where farts live. <laughs> that's where you put them. <laughs> that's where they were born. Well, that's not where they were born. They were born in my butt. God. <laughs> Got nine more hours of this to look forward to. <laughs> nine hours if you're lucky. <laughs> I think I'm going to go in and get some McDonald's breakfast. Maybe get two hash browns. Mmm. Big spender. I like it. Bold move. Uh, Thank you.
Let's do it. All right. To do, make boob noob an insult. I think it is already. It's just no one's ever used it. (laughs) (laughs) I believe Adam used it on me once. (laughs) (laughs) It's official. Yeah, that could definitely be a bra. You're not hooked, bra. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's supposed to be sunglasses, but... Once you see the bra, you can never unsee it. What? <laughs> Once you've seen a bra, you can never unsee it? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I think that's a selective type of photographic memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, 12.24, still Eastern Time, crossing the Maumee River right now. I had a really satisfying pee like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> that's probably about the most exciting thing that's happened. I guess, for you, maybe. Well, what was exciting for you? I guess nothing. I guess nothing has happened. I drank a Diet Pepsi. That was good. Oh, and you uh, confused your car with a different car. Yep, I tried to break into someone else's car. To be fair, it was another blue Ford Focus, but and it was parked right next to ours. That's about all there is to report. Well, I guess we had a conversation about we didn't start the fire. Oh, yeah. So my question about it was that the implication is that historically there's been this fire, in quotes, going on that... <laughs> no, it's an actual fire. We didn't start... But we're trying the to fight. The song is about Centralia. <laughs> and then he starts naming a bunch of things, many of which are uh, objectively negative, but many of which are not as well. They're just things or people, which would have been good. Uh, I think we brought. I brought the um, the book "Stranger in a Strange Land" is one thing that he mentions, which I didn't see as inherently negative. But... Uh, I read "Stranger in a Strange Land." I, I don't think you're right. I read it too, and maybe you're right. Maybe we need to look at this differently. But like, this is Buddy Holly. Was it like Buddy Holly dying? Is that what he's saying? Uh, yeah, I think actually in the context of the song, yeah, it's Buddy Holly's death. Or Liberace. His death again. Um, maybe it's just a bunch. Maybe it's just all of these people dying. I think he said Elvis. It's probably Elvis dying. There were other things too. I mean, I'll have I'll, to think think back on it. Elvis might not be dying, but those hips were morally repugnant. <laughs> Someone should have stopped that man before he corrupted the youth of America. Stop that man before he swivels again. <laughs> it's really all Forrest Gump's fault. Wait, why is it Forrest Gump's fault? He, he taught Elvis how to dance, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the very beginning of the movie. So if you're going to recast Forrest Gump and set it, like, now, so, like, 20 years on from the actual Forrest Gump, and he's exploring, like, the Clinton era and stuff, Mm -hmm. who do you cast as Forrest Gump? I would cast Joaquin Phoenix. Interesting choice. Why Joaquin Phoenix? I think he has the, the acting chops to bring it home. I don't know if he has really the sense of humor to do it, but we would want to take this another way anyway. We don't want to remake the exact same film. That's true. So who do you cast as uh, Jenny? Hmm. How about Zoe Saldana? Oh, I like it. And then who's his mom? Still Sally Field. Still Sally Field? Yep. All right. (laughs) 
No, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, no, I think we're breaking it right now. <laughs> Forrest Gump was a horrible movie. No one liked it. <laughs> Instead of a box of chocolates, what should it be? Life is like your, about... your Twitter feed. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. You don't. Sometimes it's offensive. Sometimes it's funny. I was going to go with life is like a bowling Sometimes you get gutter balls. Sometimes you get strikes. Sometimes you gotta split. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done. (laughs) Ooh, I got a good one. Like, I found a good quiz on Sporkle. All right. Can you, what is it? Can you name the space bar 25? I think it's can you hit the space bar 225 times in 30 seconds? What? That's what I'm hoping this is. Here we go. Ready? (laughs) <laughs> that's a great quiz what was that, that sound come on <laughs> come on <laughs> 10 seconds no we're not gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> How many did you get? 190. <laughs> oh, wow. Send the link. We'll all, all try. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got better near the end, so I, I, I had a better strategy. I, I could come close. I don't think I can get it, though. But that was that was pretty tough. All right. Do you want me to hit the... That doesn't do anything. Can I get the link, too? Start. Uh, uh, right. should be... Can we all see it, I believe, on the bottom? <laughs> Sounds like Adam. Oh no, it's not messing up. That's why I hit a C. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Adam got 51. <laughs> oh. The, the demand on keyboards just went up on Amazon. <laughs> All right, let me try this again. Maybe this time I won't hit C. I, I think uh, maybe my keyboard isn't designed well for it. I'm hindsight. Now you got you got a one-handed. That sounds like two hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit the, I hit the old button. I don't even know where I'm at anymore. <laughs> also, it's telling me I've... <laughs> what the hell? No car really must wonder what we're doing. <laughs> 196. <laughs> Just furious typing and then like, ah! Of the people playing this game, who has had the worst roommate? <laughs> 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 I didn't even read the other two, so that that that's the answer. So. Of the people playing this game, the person who has had the worst roommate is Charlie, who actually has had two of the worst roommates. Charlie's first run-in with a roommate was a gentleman named Anthony. Uh, this was a person who would drink to excess, mm-hmm. I believe did drugs recreationally. Probably. Uh, was an honor student, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 
Uh, he was on the floor. This is a person who would disappear from weeks at a time, and Charlie would get calls from his uh, from Anthony's mother asking where he was, and Charlie, when asked where Anthony was, would say, "Oh," <laughs> and thus they'd have to like call the police or something, and then Anthony would show up for twelve hours, and then disappeared again. I remember going over to Charlie's dorm room once. We were like, let's hang out. And uh, hanging out involved watching Anthony climb in and out of a grate in Middle Gear Solid so that he could see a polygon girl with her clothes. Well, in her underwear, I guess. On the other hand, Charlie also had a roommate named, uh, let's call him Adam, <laughs> who may have at one point done things like take apart his entire bed and hide the pieces in various other rooms. <laughs> He may have constructed, put piles of stuff all over the futon and wrote, this is a cock block certified by ISO 9000 on it. <laughs> he may have taken Charlie's camera and filled it up with pictures of the inside of his mouth filled with Pepsi. <laughs> and bionicles having sex with each other. No matter how you slice it, I think the answer is Charlie has had the worst roommate experience. I think clearly uh, Adam has had the worst roommate out of all of us. I think in undergrad, he roomed with a guy that he would always play these hilarious jokes on. And the guy just didn't get it. He uh, he didn't think anything was funny. All those uh, pictures he took of the inside of his mouth and bionicles were just completely wasted. It's all all these years of, of comedy gold just falling on deaf ears. That's pretty harsh. Char- <laughs> Char- Charlie wins that round. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Adam stole my answer, which is clearly <laughs> Anthony. It's currently 2.05. We've stopped for lunch in Indiana. 2.05, really? Wow. Yeah, no, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm slightly confused because all the Carl's Jr. stuff says Hardee's on it. And they don't have my uh, burger of choice, the Western Barbecue Burger. Consequently... I've had to settle. It's not out yet. They're going to bring it, allegedly. We'll find out how it goes, but... It must be so hard for you. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I'm not having exactly what you want all the time. (laughs) Well, usually I do, so it's not a problem. (laughs) This is what it means to be spoiled. (laughs) Oh, we'll see. It's been a while since I've been to a Hardee's as well, so... They've got a lot of impressing to do. All right. We'll keep you posted. But now, a word from our sponsors, who are also us, in a tag scene. Sorry, you eat a just... chip, Adam. No! Okay. No mango there were, salsa! Keep it away! There were a million different freaking previews, but I can only remember a handful. Oh, that's All fine. Right. Like, just okay. between all of us is going to be enough. So we should probably just, you know... Okay. Actually, either... hope that this is, I hope that this is also a two-part episode. <laughs> the preview part and the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy part. I figure we each just give, like, a sentence on the preview and then a rating and then just go to the next one. And we can get through it reasonably quick. All right. That's not what's going to happen, but it's nice for you to, <laughs> it's nice for you to have uh, goal, lofty goals and ambitions. Yeah, I'm going to get started. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> All right, usually the one interrupting. <laughs> Somebody's gotta. Hello, you bastards.
I don't think that's a good start to the podcast. Yeah, I suppose. Save Hello. that one for the tag show? Probably. <laughs> Wednesday, June 19th at 11.50 a.m. Adam, who puts a mirror opposite a toilet? Is there someone out there who wants to see themselves pooping? <laughs> at which point I say, I suspect there is, though I don't think we should go out of our way to accommodate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> You mean I text you when I'm pooping? <laughs> yep. Dude, wasn't there a picture once where I was in the bathroom by the toilet giving you a thumbs up? Yes. <laughs> I have that somewhere. All right, Hardys, you got lucky. Sorry. So, Alex, if you could be a member of any television family, which one would be the best choice? We'll run good with the, the incest jokes today. So I'll, I'll pick the Bluths from Arrested Development because that maybe is hot. <laughs> you're picking the blues because you want a shot at maybe that's that's a fair point adam well what do you think well i think clearly that the correct answer is the brady bunch because you can have a shot at your sisters and it's not incest but i only have a shot because it's incest <laughs> wait so am i really choosing between <laughs> Incest and not incest? <laughs> is that my decision I have to make here? Because we know maybe he's already had an incestuous relationship with Steve Holt. But she's already married to George Michael. I would clearly have... So not to... only would you be committing incest, but you'd also be breaking up a marriage. And that is why my selection is the correct pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've clearly said a couple of things on this podcast already that are not going to go over well with the people listening to it. So I think... Just to kind of even things out, I will go with not incest. <laughs> I'm going to go with not incest. <laughs> but the wrestling game was the best where the text, whenever you would do a move, text would come up explaining what the move was, but you would do them so quickly that it would just scroll by like almost instantaneously. Adam trying to read like a maniac <laughs> in order to read all of it before it disappeared. Tech my world wrestling. E.T. Gray's gonna kick your butt. W.T. Gray's gonna kill you. W.T. Gray's gonna beat you down. Y.T. Gray, Wall agree. <laughs> Wally Ree, gonna kick your butt. Wally Hot. <laughs> and there's the opening bell, we're underway. Hey, dragon sneaks around and gets him in a cobra. Wow, how did he do that? He slid it right out, nailed it right in the keys, right in the neck, while he's in the ropes with a hammer whip. This is how it's going to be. He gets his way, he's going to run with a hammer whip. He keeps on his eyes while he sneaks around and gets him in a cobra. Wow, how did he get it? He just slid out of the cobra's hold. While he puts on a devastating headlock. While he puts on a devastating headlock. While he puts on a devastating headlock. Well, he's sent to the ropes with a hammer whip! Hey, Dragon's sent to the ropes with a hammer whip! <laughs> well, he's sent to the ropes with a hammer whip! That clothesline was a real neck wringer. He keeps slapping his hands away. What a brutal body slam! He keeps slapping his hands away. He keeps slapping his hands away. He keeps slapping his hands away. 
It's uh, 3.33 Central. We're currently driving through Chicago. It's on Sunday. Uh, I can see the Sears Tower in the distance, like straight ahead of me. Fago Quest 2014 was a success. <laughs> Partial success. I didn't find Fago Cola, but I found other flavors. And since I'm flying Frontier, I have to check my bag anyway. So no liquid problems for me. <laughs> Anything you'd like to say, Charlie? So you bought a lot of Fago to take along with you? Yeah, I bought four bottles to put in my uh, checked bag. Uh, I thought you were just bringing it to drink on the trip, but okay, makes sense. No, no, Fago is very precious because there's no such thing in Arizona. There's barely any such thing out of Michigan. That's why I got lucky at that place in Indiana. So you're, you're a juggalo at heart? Uh, you could say that. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how magnets work, so. <laughs> so in the meantime, we've just been uh, driving, playing the movie game a lot. I don't know if there were actually any good ones so far. Not really, yeah. There are a lot of ones where I just didn't feel like thinking about it anymore. I don't know if that's the same thing. Like, we're not sure if Courtney Cox is in any movie. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, keep you posted. Or not. Is the following movie a real movie or a Troy McClure movie? <laughs> <laughs> they came to burgle Carnegie Hall. That's a real movie. Real. It's a Troy McClure movie. <laughs> Anus McGillicuddy. Let's <laughs> say real. True. Real. Real. Correct. That is a real movie. <laughs> Teenage Cat Girls in Heat. <laughs> Troy McClure? I think it's Troy McClure. <laughs> it, is a, it is a real movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> do you enjoy watching football? I can enjoy it, but there's always something better I could be doing. I do it purely as a social thing. I've never watched a game by myself. I think it's the most boring sport. I hear that a full televised football game is only 11 minutes of actual playtime. A good deal of the clock is run down between plays. And if you took those 11 minutes and we just watched those, I would be fine watching it. More boring than bowling? Uh, to watch? Yes. And then you didn't respond for seven minutes, so I wrote, wow, conversation stopper. Yes, I can't believe you said that about bowling. How about golf? Who knew you were such a bowling detractor? Damn you, on golf. That's a tough one. Uh, football probably wins that matchup. So you're not coming to Madison for our annual British Open clam bake? That depends on which version of clam bake we're talking about. There's multiple versions? I'm talking about eating clams and watching world-class golf. Which version of eating clams? Um, like the kind that lives underwater. Is this some sort of orgy situation that I'm not familiar with? Yes, clam bake. As in, the opposite of a sausage fest. Oh, I'll store that one in my brain for future use. So, when's the clam bake? Are we done playing Crackdown yet? We've been at it for hours now. <laughs> <laughs> Not until you tell me about the clam bake. 
oh, we just always have a pretentious social event involving a sport that you don't like, so that we don't feel bad when we don't invite you. I knew you wouldn't invite me. Look, as long as we're creating this alternate reality where we play video games on Saturday, we can also say that, in this world, I'm a very spiteful person who wants to hurt your feelings by not inviting you to my posh soiree. Even though you know how much I love crab. Well, maybe you should have thought of that before you gave Brandy that promise ring during the 4th of July fireworks display at the Hamptons last year. Brandy knew that I was drunk. She took advantage of me and my weakness for clam bakes. That promise ring meant nothing. Nothing! Oh yeah? Then why did you have the promise ring with you? Who was it really meant for? I found it in a box of Cracker Jack at your so-called soiree. In fact, I'll bet she put it there to entrap me. Hmm. That does sound like Brandy's M.O. Oh well. Clam bakes in Wisconsin kind of suck anyway. That's why I want to go. Oh, wait, wrong kind of clam bake. Brandy says she's forgiving you for what it's worth. And the whole being married thing isn't a sticking point for her either. A promise ring is a promise ring, whether it has SpongeBob SquarePants on it or not. Sorry, she knows that my heart will always belong to Rosemary. Rosemary? But I thought we were going steady. She's not a one-guy girl, you know that. Are you reading these to Kara, then? She's asleep, but I will tomorrow. Also, I'm falling asleep as I type. I'll work on the podcast tomorrow. See you online Monday? You know the day we actually play video games? Sounds good. Have a good night. It's currently 3.55, still in Chicago. We are directly behind a Ford Fusion with the Michigan license plate O-B-I-W-A-N-K, which I assume is for Obi-Wan Kenobi, but actually spells Obi-Wank. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how first of all that they got away with getting that (laughs) license plate and secondly how they didn't know that it was could be taken multiple ways most of which are not appropriate such as OBI wank (laughs) so it's an obstetrician or something along those lines the masturbating obstetrician (laughs) maybe that's what they intended who knows? Well, I think the question is more, how did the Secretary of State let that go through? thought they had, like, rules. Or you think they'd have an algorithm that would automatically scan for certain letter combinations? Of course, uh, I also once saw a Michigan plate that said SS forever, <laughs> which I assume was for social studies, but man. <laughs> but if they were a social studies teacher, wouldn't they understand what the SS was, you would think. Maybe they were a bad social studies Probably. teacher. I guess social studies isn't exactly history. Well, they are related. By the by, what is exactly social studies? Like, we always took the class, but what is it that defines social studies? So I think social studies was more about, like, culture and stuff. So it was sort of like the geography class mixed with, like, how other people acted and behaved in other countries. I think it was essentially to broaden your horizons so you weren't so amerocentric, if that's a word. But I don't remember it doing that. That's probably because you did a bad job. You were a bad student. I got A's. I just didn't retain any of the information. That wasn't part of the that wasn't part of the agreement. If I memorize the stuff, I write it down and then I forget it. I think I worked out while you went to Wisconsin. <laughs> that's the American school system. <laughs> How come I was able to retain some stuff? I'd argue, I'd argue with you about that. <laughs> this conversation is over. <laughs> what a divisive license plate.
Final question. Thank you. Yeah, that helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, all right. Now, who, who, who would make the best courtroom judge? Uh, of the people playing the game, the person who would be the best courtroom judge would be Charlie. What we know about Charlie is that he's very fair and balanced, but no one cares about that. What's more important that when Charlie would be in session, they could play the song, Here Come the Judge, and Charlie, as a judge, would sing a song about it. And by sing a song about it, I, I, mean, know. I mean he would rap. He needs a beat. We need yeah, I think I need a beat. <laughs> Hey, hey, check it, check it. Mic one, mic two. <laughs> Here come the judge, his name is Charlie. He's going to be real fair. If he isn't, then screw you, pal. What do you want? It's free. All your expenses were paid for to come to Charlie's court. Just deal with it. Char- Charlie's court, deal with it. <laughs> Charlie puts the sunglasses on and says, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of all this crap. You all deal with it. Catchphrase. <laughs> How long is it before he just... Court signs, you both stupid. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> the opinions expressed in this edition of the Gobusty Wallace Report are not necessarily those actually believed by either Alex Clark or Adam Gobesky. Charlie Wallace's opinions, however, are all exactly true. Well, we're back. Back in Madison, Wisconsin. 639 Central. And it was a good trip. It was. We uh, we learned a lot of things. About ourselves. And each other. We laughed. We cried. Listened to every single mix CD that Adam has. That's true. That, that, that actually happen. took us the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Almost precisely. Yeah. And uh, I think we learned that uh, it's a long drive to Ohio from Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a lot of driving. Let's never do that again. Hey, Mikey, you have to stay married. Don't get married again. <laughs> yeah, well, congratulations again to the bride and groom. Hooray! This we... episode is dedicated to you. And to Kara's vehicle, who al- which almost hit 100,000 miles on this Not trip. quite. She still gets the honor of driving it over if she'd like. She's like 20 miles short. <laughs> Later. Bye. Bieber or Gandhi? Baby, 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 ooh. <laughs> Gandhi. Gandhi, yeah. yeah, 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 that's Gandhi. That's Gandhi, man. He's deep. According to Cara, the audio from the movie The Raid Redemption sounds a lot like Borderlands from outside the living room. Lots of screaming and grunting. Also, the movie was pretty good, although very violent. Sounds like the perfect opportunity to do a birthday comic. I walked right into that one. Just like you could walk into doing a birthday comic. Uh. <laughs> and then finally, uh, this is from October 25th to Charlie. We need to record a podcast soon with a text from Adam segment so I can delete these texts. <laughs> 1999 drama. Uh, characters. Robert Paulson. Tyler Durden. Oh, my God. crap. Oh my god. Uh 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 see there's a video game based on it. It's uh 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 it's the guy who wrote choke. What's that called? Uh Spike Club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a 
video game based on Fight Club? Yeah, it's where you fight. It's a fighter. What's that? It's a fighter. It's a fighting game. <laughs> Don't tell me what happens in the final boss. Except instead of, like, you know, cool people, you fight pudgy white guys. <laughs> I wish I were kidding. <laughs> I'm getting on a damn plane. 4.47 in the morning. Woo. Thanks for having me, everyone. This is uh, Adam Gabeski for the Gabeski Wallace Report. 50! This is Charlie Wallace. Later. I certainly remember those times with great fondness and alacrity. Alacrity? Alacrity. <laughs> Alacrity. That's it. That's no. <laughs> what you also don't know, listener, is that these intros we're recording also have at least twice as much useless <laughs> material. Yeah, I remember some of those other intros. Hey, welcome to the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Charlie Wallace. <laughs> I'm Adam Gobeski. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't sound very good that day, did I? We sure have had a lot of good times here on the Gobeski Wallace Report. Here's to another 28 episodes? I don't know. When is this going out? It'll probably be episode 29. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Some of those episodes are crap. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Like episode number zero. That doesn't even count. <laughs> I guess that's why we named it episode zero. Correct. Which one is episode zero? That's the one where I just turned on the recording and we just talked and I didn't edit any of it. Oh, so business as usual, eh? Yes. How are we going to use that? (laughs) How would you not? (laughs) That could just be one of the intros. (laughs) Alright. Make sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallacereport.com. You can also check out our Facebook page, the Gobeski Wallace Report. Oh, right. And we're also now we're on Twitter. And you can follow us at GW Report. So, see you then. Later.
All right, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs>